Whenever you're ready. All right, I'm ready. Okay, go. Hey, this is Phil Singleton from SEOforgrowth.com, and you're listening to Vroom Vroom Veer with Jeff Smith. Well done, sir. All right, and I'll make sure I trim all that other stuff out of there. Okay, so I'm going to hit stop on the recorder. I'll be right back. Are you ready to thoughtfully steer away from your revved up, frenzied, and far too often scripted life? Then welcome to Vroom Vroom Veer with Jeff Smith, where he guides you down the road differently traveled by sharing unique experiences with guests who have managed to shift away from a life stuck on cruise control and veered their way into a more authentic and fulfilling one in all sorts of interesting and kind of remarkable ways. Get ready to Vroom Vroom Veer with your differently traveled road chauffeur, Jeff Smith. Hello. Hi, Jeff. I'm good. How's it going? I'm good. Can you hear me well? Yeah, I can hear you. I, I like that there's there's like cafe sounds back there. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's authentic. <laughs> there you go. It's the best. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was uh, I was like just like getting ready to do this, and I spent like uh, two hours getting out of bed and drinking coffee and uh, reading your blog and your comics and thinking, oh, what are we going to talk about? And then I, as I was coming to do the, the Skype call, I was like. Geez, you know, I wonder what she had to go through. <laughs> I mean, I just got out of bed and walked to my computer. <laughs> no, today was pretty normal, actually. Oh, <laughs> today really? wasn't very adventurous. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm in it. Yeah, I'm I'm in Israel, my home country, so I'm just in a cafe drawing on my laptop. <laughs> okay. So it's not. Yeah, so it's not one of the crazy days. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. That's good. Still, yeah. though, I mean, it, it was definitely yeah. a little bit more work than me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, well, I had to get out of bed, yeah. <laughs> you had to get out of bed. You had to find a cafe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so are you staying in your hometown with like, oh, no, does your family still live in Israel? or? Um, my family, my family, yeah, my parents are in Tel Aviv, but I'm actually staying in my... Uh, in the apartment where I used to rent before I left Israel because yeah. one of the housemates is a good friend of mine, so I'm couch surfing in my old uh, apartment. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 A little bit of like homecoming almost, right? Yeah, it's it's uh, a bit weird. It's like being in my home but without actually living there, but I know where everything is, so right, it's nice. Right. It looks different though when you go back, right? Um, I think the weird thing, the weirdest thing for me is to know where things are because I'm not used to it. I'm used to being in a new country, new yeah. city, and yeah, new yeah. days. <laughs> so you're like, well, this like is weird. I know where everything. Yeah, it's too easy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's funny. All right. Well, uh, you are, let's go ahead and start the show now because, you know, usually there's this pre-show chat, but I, I just decided to start recording right away. So... This is okay, the show. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So you are Nina Soden, and I haven't said that yet. And welcome to the show, and thanks for being here. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> and you are at roamingpencil.com, where you draw cl uh, comics and uh, blog about your nomadic life. So talk a little bit about your blog and, uh, and what's going on, uh, what's most exciting about your life now. 
uh, not necessarily today, you know, (laughs) just give us a little like brief overview of what you're, uh, tell people that have never heard of Nina and the roaming pencil, what, what's going on with you. Okay. So, uh, what I mostly do, what I've been doing in the past year, um, I travel, I travel around Europe. Um, I mostly travel by hitchhiking. So I meet a lot of new people and get to talk to them and ride with them, uh, to wherever they're going. Right. Um, and when I stay in places, I mostly do it by either volunteering in exchange for a place to stay or house sitting or couch surfing with locals or camping. Um, so I get also get to meet a lot of locals and, um, while doing that, I draw comics where I tell the stories of things that happen to me, people I meet, how it is to be in different countries, different languages, all the things I enjoy while traveling. I love it. And, uh, and I spent some time checking out your comics and, uh, and your, your blog and your website. So, uh, yeah. I can tell you're definitely having fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of fun. <laughs> so we uh, we met uh, in the uh, Steve Pavlina's Conscious Growth. Uh, what is what does he call it? Conscious Growth, Conscious growth Club. Club. Although there I you go. Remember, we were also at the same workshop in really? 2010. I oh, think so. Were, the Halloween. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. I was at the Halloween yeah. one. Okay. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, so I've met ago, you in yeah. in the in the real world. Yeah, yeah, we have, but it's hard to remember now. To me, it's like this is a long time ago. Right, but. that guy was there, and he was loud and <laughs> annoying. Yes, that's me. <laughs> okay, well, uh, see now, I'm I'm trying to figure out if I remember. Did you dress up? Um, yeah, I was I was like a devil, and there was uh, another girl who was an angel. So oh, like and you of- were hanging out together. Yeah, yeah. The, the angel so, and the yeah. devil. I'll have to go back and look yeah. at the pictures now and see if I can figure <laughs> out. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely in the pictures. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one where we did the hug fest? Um, no, I don't think oh, so. Oh, that wasn't not, the hug fest? I can remember. No. Okay. I think that was oh, that was, the, that was the 2014 one. Wow. Oh, oh my goodness. 2010. <laughs> that was forever ago. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's almost 2018 now. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, geez. Time just flies by, right? Okay. So, yeah. And anyway, I, want, I wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, like Steve Pavlina and some of the things that we have in common in that <laughs> world. You know, just from looking at like your blog. I know you're vegan, right? So there's a lot yeah. of vegans in there. I'm not a vegan, but, you know, hey, I, I respect your choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you know, and, and uh, I would never, like, uh, get on anybody for what they want to eat. So, but, you know, hey, we all have our, our nu- nu- nutritional requirements that are different. Yeah. But yeah, uh, what else are you into uh, mostly on, in Steve's world? Um, so I think generally I've been, since I've discovered Steve's blog, which was, I don't know, ages ago, I've right. been into personal development in general and workshops, uh, meditation, spirituality. So I practice uh, Vipassana meditation. Oh, you're, you're the, see now, that's the second, you're the second guest from Steve's group that's done Vipassana. I haven't done that oh. yet. Yeah. Um, George I can really did. recommend it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, George did, uh, uh, George Halachev, he did the, the, the Vipassana a couple times. So how many times have you done it? 
Um, so I've done two courses, like I set two courses, which is like doing them as a student. And in one uh, additional course, I was a demo worker, which is like sort of volunteer, but they aren't called volunteers. Okay. Um, so you could say three. Yeah, I'm going to do another one probably in February. <laughs> wow. My goodness. Yeah. Talk a yeah, little bit about that experience. It, did, did it drive you a little crazy or... Did you cry a lot? What was it like? Um, <laughs> I've heard lots of different the, things. <laughs> well, I think the, I, what I thought uh, what I thought would be the hardest thing was not talking for ten days, like not talking to anyone besides the teacher, like a couple of minutes a day. Right. Uh, but that wasn't actually that hard. The hardest part was just like being doing the meditation, being alone with my thoughts, and and uh, staying focused and not running away in my mind from what I'm supposed to focus on. Right. Um, but I think it's a very, I really like it. And to me, it was more helpful than any other meditation I've tried because it has very clear rules. And it actually, it's, it's funny, that's actually what, what drew me to Steve's blog as well. It's not like fuzzy. It's not like, oh yeah, try, think of something happy, be happy, life is good. You know, it's, it's very, very specific. Virtue. Yeah. Yeah. So you have rules how to meditate, and even if you don't, if you can't figure something out, you have teachers, different teachers that can help you and tell you maybe what you're doing wrong. Um, but it's very clear what you're supposed to do, and then you can just do it. And as you practice, um, it's this meditation is mostly about um, how our suffering is basically either wanting something we don't have or like having something we don't want. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Kind of like. <laughs> Like arguing with reality almost exactly exactly and it's and it's about learning to accept whatever is even if you're not happy about it okay accepting not being happy about it accepting that you have pain you're suffering but you don't have to uh, judge the suffering or suffer because you're suffering if that makes sense oh no just no no it's true feeling. yeah <laughs> Um, I have so, real world examples of how not <laughs> suffering the suffering really, really lessens the suffering. <laughs> like, uh, like on a, a 14 hour or 11 hour uh, plane ride from somewhere on the West Coast to Japan, I had a, I have a very had a very, very bad habit of just, uh, you know, compounding that suffering of you know geez i've been up for a very long time isn't this annoying shouldn't the world be bowing to me (laughs) yeah and and it never does and nobody cares what's what you're saying to yourself in your head as i as i found out so when i turned that that off and just decided to keep telling myself i'm okay you know i'm a little tired you know but i'm okay and I'm not going to do that whining thing in my head anymore. Um, the trip got so much better. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. That, yeah. Right. <laughs> you just, you know, it's like most of the suffering is needless. Almost is what I've learned. If you just yeah, sort I of like, we can deal with a lot of it. Like as human beings, we can actually deal with a lot more than we think. Oh, that, for that's sure. How I see it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that that helped you when you're like, stuck in the rain waiting for a ride on the side of the road, right? 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, after a while, I really learned to enjoy it. So even if I'm stuck, and then I'm, I say to myself, wait, that's what I do. Like, I, that's my life. I'm just like waiting in the rain. And that's okay. And I went and hope, but that's fine. And someone will come and pick me up. And probably if I'm waiting long, it's because there's going to be this really cool person who picks me up. So it's probably worth it. <laughs> that's such a great <laughs> attitude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I try. It, it doesn't always work, but I try. Uh, well, the thing is, is it you're right. I mean, it doesn't always work. You're always going to, especially the longer it goes, right? I mean, but I think just having that sort of like awareness that I'm, I can either make this better or I can make this work with how I choose to frame this situation, right? Moaning yeah. about it to myself is not going to make it better for anyone. <laughs> no, right. probably not. <laughs> right. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about uh, you um, and, you know, like your childhood and where you grew up and, uh, and just a little bit about your background. So you were born in the Ukraine, right? Right, yeah. I, I see if you read the comics. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know a little um, bit about that, but not much. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I was born in Ukraine. Actually, my, my childhood was also a bit nomadic because I was born in Ukraine to a Jewish family. We're not okay. religious, but we're from a Jewish background. And then when I was three or four, uh, we uh, went to live in the U.S. for a few months because of my father's job. Then we moved back to Ukraine, then to Denmark, then back to Ukraine, and then to Israel, where we actually stayed. And by that time, I was eight. Okay. Um, wow. So, yeah. Holy cow. So, you moved around a lot in eight yeah. years. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, as as a child, I didn't like it that much because I was quite shy and I needed to, I had to make new friends every time and get used to a new language and new place. So I, I didn't like it at all. It's like the opposite of what I am now, where I just love being in new places and making new friends. Interesting. Now, uh, this is, yeah. I want I want to put a pin here because you were you settled down from traveling when you were eight. Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. eight years old is like when the the brain sort of like um, it's one of the, the times in, in childhood development where your brain starts locking in like these um, super highways in your brain. It's yeah. One, yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. So now uh, the, uh, the other time that it does that again is like around puberty, like around 16 ish or something. So what were you doing around 16? Um, around 16, let's see. So that was, um, that was 2004, I guess. So yeah, I was in high school. Um, I think it was actually, well, in, in high school, I didn't really like school, to be honest. Okay. Um, I mean, I kind of did well because of pressure from my parents, but right. <laughs> but I wasn't really enjoying it. Um, and it's funny, I was actually into, um, so I used to watch these Argentinian soap operas. And, <laughs> okay. And I was like really, really into it. So I was like, I learned Spanish and I had a lot of friends I met through that network that are still my, some of them are still my friends and I used to um, kind of follow the actors as a fan when they came to Israel and write them letters it was like this crazy hobby basically yeah <laughs> um, which is it, it was a bit crazy but it also taught me a lot about like getting what I want okay this is the 
there's this actor I like, so I'm going to make sure that my letter finds him. I'm going to see him even though there's like security and a lot of people who want to do the wow. same thing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of a crazy period. <laughs> yeah. So where where did you go to high school? Were you in Tel Aviv then? Um, yeah, yeah. I grew up in Tel Aviv, and I went to this high school. Um, it's kind of like a science. Like I studied physics and chemistry and stuff like that, which I actually didn't particularly like. <laughs> right. So it, it just showed me that that's not what I want to do when I grow up, basically. <laughs> that's an important thing to learn. Yeah, yeah. I think it's good that I learned it. Right. I did a whole bachelor's degree in psychology. And and the the most important thing that I learned was I don't want a job in psychology. Okay. (laughs) And I I think that's definitely worth it. Yeah. Uh, Exactly. (laughs) Right, right. Okay. So, all right. So now you finish high school. Um, What did you do? Did you go to college or did you just start traveling when you were 18? Um, so, so in Israel, we have to go to the army when right. we finish. That's right. I remember um, that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, men and women. Um, so I went, I think also, by the way, I think around 2004, 2005, maybe that's when I discovered Steve's blog. I think oh, okay. around that time. So I started reading. Um, and, um, uh, so I went to the army and first I had this, like re- a lot of girls get really boring jobs when you're basically someone's secretary and make appointments. And I had plenty of free time to read, but I felt like I wasn't doing anything. Right. Right. Uh, and then I was looking for something else to do in the same place, like at the same department. Um, and so you're looking for a real job instead of just doing nothing, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. Instead of like being bored and doing nothing. And I was in this electronics department, so I asked to move to another job. And luckily there was this girl who already had the job I wanted, but did not want to keep doing it. So they uh, put me in her place. Um, So it was basically like I worked with uh, wiring and soldering, just working with my hands. So engineers would come to me and say, okay, I need this and this and that, but I would physically do it. Wow. It was really nice interesting job interesting yeah. <laughs> holy cow yeah so you were yeah. you were wiring and and soldering yeah wow yeah, exactly. my goodness <laughs> we don't yes. even do that anymore almost <laughs> this is broke give me another one that's wow wiring and soldering that's pretty neat yeah yeah, yeah. Um, it was quite a special job, and I really liked it. And it was also very diverse. I think the same job in a factory might have been boring because you just do the same thing. But right. in, in the place I, I was at, I just do something else each time. And sometimes yeah. I had to work to the night and stuff like that, which I like. <laughs> so you were basic. Did you have to like tinker and scrounge to to make things work? Is that was part of the deal? Um, what do you mean by tinker and scrounge? Tinker and scrounge would be, you know, like, oh, okay, you want you want me to make this work, but I don't have the materials to make this work. <laughs> oh no, no, actually, oh, it was okay. quite the opposite. Like, often the people who came to me, the, the engineers, they would know what they what they wanted, but they wouldn't know the exact rules about what's allowed. So they would say, oh, use this wire, and I would be the one who said, like, no, I'm not using this wire. It's not good enough uh-huh. for what you want. You have to bring me something else. Like I'm not doing this because this isn't safe and it's not going to work. Oh, okay. Or it's going to break. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I w- <laughs> tinkering. So, tinkering is work. like screwing around with uh, playing experimentally with uh, mm-hmm. with 
toys basically or you know uh, uh, things you know machines yeah that uh, and then scrounging is like a, a military-ish term where you don't have materials that you have to go out and find um, <laughs> well, no, no, we didn't have a lot of that, I think, okay. because we were the ones, like, maybe other people did that, but we okay. were the ones, like, me and my team, we had to be the responsible ones. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah. So yeah. other people went and found you materials, and then and then you were the one putting them together. Yeah, yeah. Ah, neat. That sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah it, it actually was. Like, I really liked it. I even, like, we get, uh, for the two years of service, we get, like, um, 30 uh, days off, but I only took 15 because I didn't want you days off. Yeah. Like my job. Yeah. Right. Nice. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, what did you do after you finished with the army? So you were about probably 20 then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I went, I stayed, actually stayed in the same place, like as just as a working person who isn't a soldier, but right. also, oh, okay. Uh, but then I did a different job there, and then I also decided to start uh, law studies um, at a university okay. um, in Tel Aviv, uh, which at the time I thought that was what I wanted to do. <laughs> okay, sounds like something uh, but, your parents wanted you to do, maybe. <laughs> um, I maybe. think they, they wanted me, like, yeah, they, they, they wanted, to me it was, like, clear that everyone gets a degree, like, that's what you do, you have to do, like, everyone in my family has some academic degree. And, sure second third whatever yeah so um yeah so i started studying and i liked some of it but like after one semester i just realized i'm not going to be happy if i keep doing this so i just left <laughs> yeah good for you <laughs> yeah yeah i think it was a good decision <laughs> yeah for sure yeah you know and I, I i'll tell my college story later because it's it's kind of interesting but i already yeah. said you know i got like that uh the psychology degree and and what I learned yeah. is I don't want to get a job in psychology but I did it <laughs> after I retired from the military in in 20 years so it's like I did it like backwards it's how to get a four year degree in 20 years <laughs> 22 years Interesting. I want to hear that okay. <laughs> well yeah I mean I actually by the time I retired I had like half of the bachelor's degree more than half already done so they just mm. took all my 100 and 200 basically freshman and sophomore year college credits from all that school that I was going to screwing around in the Air Force for 20 years. I would go to college here and there. So that mm -hmm. was that that counted for two years. So then oh. a year and a half later, I was done with my bachelor's degree. <laughs> so it was pretty neat. Okay. You know, it was like a yeah, rapid fire. A shortcut. Exactly. Like a long shortcut. It was a very long shortcut. <laughs> Well said. Okay, so you uh, you're now like still in Tel Aviv, and you're still now you're working. You were working in the in the um, still kind of related to the army, but now as a civilian uh, person, right? Um, yeah, yeah, and I also like even before I started studying, I moved out. Uh, so I moved in with a with a good friend of mine from the army, uh, okay. but we're still living like close to Tel Aviv, right? And yeah, and then I started figuring out what I actually want to do with my life. <laughs> right, okay, good. Um, so, and I think around that time, that's when I also went to the, Steve's, I flew to Vegas for Steve's workshop. Okay, um, so 2010-ish. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So did you go to the first one or 
I think um, 2010 no, was, was the second one or third one. It was even, I think it was at least the third or fourth one because at the time, Steve thought it would be the last one. That's actually why I went because he said, like, I'm going to do this one. It's going to be the last one. And then I thought, okay, I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so because they went. were really fun. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And he hasn't had one since in a while now, right? It's been yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so. Um, yeah, so, so I went and then I realized uh, one of the things I realized that I really liked teaching and that I would like to, to teach. Um, so we have okay. this test in Israel. It's um, like something you have to do in order to get into university or college. So that's English, math, and Hebrew, like the SATs, I guess, something okay. similar. Yeah. Um, and I really, and I got a good grade. Like I haven't really used that test besides like getting into university, but I, but I uh, got a good grade when I did when I was back in high school. So I felt like I would like to teach people to prepare people for this test. Okay. Um, so like I had, I wasn't doing that, but like I, after the workshop, I had that in my mind. All right. Um, and also I started, I knew I wanted to help people somehow. So I started volunteering in this helpline uh, where, um, so it's like an online chat for people who have some, any mental issues or who are suicidal or have okay. uh, trauma. And I learned how to speak with them and how to basically give the first emotional aid that people need. Right. Uh, yeah, so I was doing that, and then I thought of maybe studying uh, social work, becoming a social worker. Right. Uh, so, so went for a year. I worked with mental health patients. Um, Where were you when you did that? Was that? Um, I was still close to Tel Aviv. Like, okay. Ramadan, still in Israel. Basically, a suburb of Tel Aviv. Okay. Yeah, yeah, still in Israel. Um, and so, yeah, I was exploring all these things, but then I also, like, I realized that I really like art and creating, but that it was always something that I felt like other talented people should do. Like, I could never <laughs> right. do that as a career. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can do uh, that, but I'd never make money at it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not many I thought, yeah, that would be a hobby. And then, like, the talented people, they can go and study and have that job. Right. Uh, but then somehow, I can't remember how, but, like, I was trying to figure out, like, what I really wanted. And I realized I wanted that even more, that, like, studying something theoretical, like social work, even if I can work in it, but it's not enough. Like, I have to study some kind of art and maybe then combine it with social work or psychology and help people. But first, I have to get into the art part of it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I went to this, and then I moved to Jerusalem, actually. Like, I kind of want, wanted to move out of Tel Aviv in that area, and I moved okay. to Jerusalem. Um, and I went to the school for years, like a school that prepares you, uh, that helps you get into art college in Israel. Oh, neat. Uh, yeah, um, and it was actually a really good experience. Um, I met, it was a small school, a bit of a crazy school, actually. And I met um, pretty good friends, and we were trying, like, dabbling in all sorts of art and design because we had to experience everything before we actually chose what we wanted to study. Um, and, yeah, and then I applied for college for uh, animation and visual communication, which is sort of like graphic design. But right, sort of. right. Right, right. Uh, yeah, and then it's fine. Then I got in, like, I actually wanted the visual communication more, but then I first got accepted for animation. And while I was in the waiting list for the other one, I actually decided that I wanted to study animation more. <laughs> so, okay. 
So I went for animation. Animation and sounds interesting until you might want to start doing it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So animation could, is, it's, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, uh, I'll add something it, when you get done. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it basically combines a lot of different things. So as an animator, you need to be, I mean, there are different things you can do, but you need to be a writer, a designer. You have to think of the music. You have to do some like technical stuff, work with computers, right, draw right. with your hands. You have to be everything at the same time. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. Which is interesting. And it's a little bit of video production stuff too, right? Like um, editing yeah. and things like that. Yeah, yeah, which I, I knew I always liked video editing. I, I would just oh, like really? edit videos for like not anything professional, just like for friends. Just for fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I always really loved it, so I knew I'd enjoy it. So, yeah, you do a lot of that too as an animator, definitely. I, I did, uh, you know, I always thought I'd like to try video editing, right? And mm-hmm. I, I had to, I spent a week in the Air Force in this one-off situation where there was this week week long class where they just basically had this guy videotape with with VHS like uh, uh, every I think it was like seven hours of classroom teaching for se- for five days, so wow. thirty five hours of videotape, right? Yeah. And then and then my boss was like, okay, go over there and use that video editing software and and make us a video that's shorter than that. <laughs> <laughs> so take how, all the, how shorter how i don't know what i ended up but you know i was i just sort of like they didn't give me many parameters they're just like you know make it shorter so we have a video that it's yeah. it can't obviously be 35 hours because <laughs> nobody wants to do that so my goal no, was just to yeah, yeah right right to just trim the fat and just get just the training um yeah. And so I made up a methodology and I started editing and, and I did it for like about a week, I think. And it was, it was me alone in this room doing these <laughs> edits just like all day for, for five days. It was just drove me nuts. Um, but then I finished and I, and I don't think anybody ever watched the video. <laughs> but it, it taught me one thing that I don't want to be a video editor. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bit crazy. I had a teacher in college who told us um, that you animators have a harder work than ants do. So just like the hardest job. Yeah, it is. It's just, it's just grind, you know. So, yeah. I mean, it bless you if you, you love it. You have to like it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, did you end up doing any animation or was that just more of a school uh, thing? Um, well, I, I studied, like, I actually left these studies at well at some point, but for different reason. But okay. I, I studied there for, for a year and a half, like three semesters. Uh-huh. And I did, I mean, in, in the beginning, you don't actually start with a lot of animation. You also learn just like all the pieces. Editing yeah, and, yeah. yeah, like just fil- filming, editing, writing, drawing. Um, but I did do some animation, like different sorts of animation, which I really like. It's, it's really hard hard work and 
a lot of people came there with some experience, like drawing, doing, uh, making art, which I didn't have at that point. But, right. So I had to like work hard. Um, but yeah, actually, it did show me that I wanted to make animation definitely during my life and make videos and make art. I just didn't like the way they were teaching in college. So that's sure. why I left. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think, yeah. College can just suck the life out and the fun out of a lot of things. It can be a lot of fun. You know, I, I did have a yeah. lot of fun. Like, I enjoyed the sitting and talking. So, you know, like when I went to college to finish my psychology degree, it was, depending on whoever the, the professor slash teacher was, um, it was very little like lecture. It was mostly just four hours of let's talk about what I do for my job. <laughs> that was great, you know, because you got yeah, insight. Yeah, you got insight into then they this particular university required all their professors to be working in the field that they were teaching. So they all had real jobs in psychology. And that's yeah. and most of them were just sharing stories from their work. And then we were we were able to pick their brains. That was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, you, yeah, you kind of get a feel for what it is to have that job and, and whether or not you'd like that job or not. And the answer to me was always, well, that's kind of interesting. But no, <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was still fascinating to hear the stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so where are we now? You're in Tel Aviv. You finish these uh, animation uh, in classes. Yeah, okay. In oh, you're in Jerusalem. Uh, That's right. My bad. Yeah, the, I studied there. Um, so, yeah, so I decided to leave. And actually, even before that, like after my first year, um, I went on a trip to Iceland, just like two weeks in okay. Iceland, nice driving Iceland. around. Okay. Yeah, uh, which is also amazing. But when I was doing the research before traveling, just like it was after a while of never going. Like for a while, I haven't been abroad except just visiting my family in Ukraine. So it was like my, my first trip in a while. Yeah. And I was doing this research, and then I stumbled upon some blogs of people who were talking about basically about what I'm doing now, like traveling, hitchhiking, volunteering, just like traveling as a lifestyle, not as something. That it's you almost like you're to. you're vagabonding, right? Have you ever heard that term? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's something like that. Yeah. It's kind of so, like that. Yeah, I think it is. Um, and so, so I started reading and I I was really curious and I found these like few blogs of people who were my age or even like a bit younger, like in their 20s, maybe early 30s who were doing that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I got really curious, but I thought like, okay, I'm still like studying. Um, but then when I decided to leave my studies, um, I thought, okay, now I actually have no particular reason to be here. <laughs> So right. I can just go anywhere. I can just do this. I can just go travel like, without an end date. Just start and see what happens. Okay. Um, and then I started like planning, uh, planning and saving a little bit. I knew I didn't need a lot of money, but I wanted to save some. Sure. And just like getting rid of my things. Uh, right. Waiting until the um, apartment contract was over and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Did I you have a lot of stuff that you <laughs> needed to get rid of or? Um, yeah, well, I actually, yeah, I decided like I didn't want to have this room at my parents' house, like a lot of my stuff. I thought, okay, if I don't need this thing for my travels and right. I can't leave it, like I left the furniture in the apartment, like things I can't take, 
I'm just either giving away, like I sold a few things, but I also just gave stuff away. Sure. Except like maybe two pairs of shoes that I left with a friend because I thought I might need them. But <laughs> you never yeah, know. Right. Just, okay. Yeah. But just most of the stuff, yeah, I just gave it away or put them in like uh, donation bins, you know, where you can put clothes yeah. and then be good for you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was real liberating because I thought like, well, I don't actually need all of this to live. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I, I, you know, I when when I was in the military, one of my favorite things was uh, leaving. <laughs> um, so you know, like when you when you go from one military base to another, it's like this whole process, right? And, yeah. and eventually, you know, it's like uh, I would, I realized over, you know, by my fourth or fifth move, I don't remember which one it was like this sort of like process of dwindling keys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, 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 and with each key you give away, you're a little bit more free. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. And then at the end, you know, you're, I'm, I'm going to be homeless for a couple of weeks until I land. <laughs> that was awesome. You know, it was like, ah, it's like uh, escaping briefly. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think for me, a feeling I really like to have is being somewhere and thinking no one in the world knows where I am. Like no one who knows me can pinpoint where I am right now. Right. <laughs> right. But I, 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 I'm safe and I'm having fun and I can reach yeah. out to those people that I love whenever I want to. But yeah, like right. in a good way, not in a lost way. Right. Like lost Right, right. No, for sure. I, I know that feeling. Yeah, because it's like, I don't know, it's like when you're in a job, right? It's just you are so thoroughly embedded in that drama, you know, that whatever that organization's got going on, you're in it, right? It's like you're in, it's almost like you're in a story and you've got a, yeah. in, or you're in a, a theatrical play and you've got your your role that you're playing and you've got to put your costume on every day and go pretend like you're that guy. <laughs> yeah. And then when you get to leave, you're like, yay, that show's over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you get to I do that, that like all the time. Show. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get to do that like. I don't know how often you move when you're moving around, but as uh, often as you like, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it really changes. Like sometimes I do it every day and sometimes I stay in places for a few months. Right. But it really depends on what I feel like, basically. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So you st officially started this vagabonding then a couple of years ago or about um, a, a year a or so year, ago? A little over a year. So it was October 2016. Oh, wow. So... Yeah. So you're okay, just over a year. Nice. All right. Yeah. So yeah. let's talk about like your process because that's fascinating to me because I know it's like you just sort of like pick a place on Google Maps and then you figure out whether you're going to be able to hitchhike there or come maybe have to come up with some other transportation plan. But your favorite it is hitchhiking, right? Which will scare mostly, everybody. Mostly yeah, yeah. 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 I mean I've taken like since August. I've used public transportation like three times, wow. and two of them were in, in cities where it's a bit hard to hitchhike, like inside sure. a big city. Yeah. So yeah, you mostly hitchhike between cities, I would imagine. Um, yeah, like cities, or I'm I'm not very much a city person, so it's often just like small towns or villages, or like right. I go around cities to get to the more interesting places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that, right? Because you know, yeah. I, cities are okay just to visit. 
Yeah, Maybe. I mean, it depends on the city. Like, they're, they're also different, but a lot of cities to me are sort of the same. Like, they have maybe a different language, but you have the same feeling going on, like a busy place where you can buy a lot of stuff, basically. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You're right. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're yeah. pretty much all the same. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, it's different food and different culture, but for the most part, you can buy a lot of stuff. <laughs> See a lot of people <laughs> running around going, ah, I got to make money. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so when, when people like, you know, I, I like a lot of your, uh, your comics, you're talking about how people are afraid to hitchhike, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so talk a little bit about, uh, what people, your experience and even just like when you say hey, I hitchhike everywhere and people just like freak out. Right. Yeah, so many people, well, depending on the people, yeah, many people immediately ask, like, isn't it dangerous? Or, like, just say that, oh, for, for a female, that's dangerous. Like, as a woman, it's dangerous. <laughs> right, right. Um, and a lot of people, like, their first question is, oh, so what, like, has anything bad happened to you? Like, what was the worst that happened? Which yeah. I think is a question that people would usually ask women. Like, if it's a guy, they're like, oh, cool, like, you're this adventurous person. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, they just assume. Assume then, something bad things have happened, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. And, and I mean, yeah, like statistically, so I've had I keep track of basically all of my rides, sort of. So I've had like over three hundred now, wow. three hundred fifty. Holy cow! Um, and out of these, like I haven't had any like terrible experience, or like maybe unpleasant, like the uh, experience where I felt uncomfortable, like maybe eight, seven or eight times. Wow. I think. That's not bad, yeah. That's not bad at all. And I mean, it can happen. Like, uncomfortable things happen anywhere, you know, on the street or in city or wherever. Anything that would happen on a ride could also happen on a bus or a train. Exactly. So, like, I don't feel that it's more dangerous. I feel that just the idea of being in a car with a stranger is perceived as dangerous. Like, strangers are just people. People aren't safer because you know them. (laughs) (laughs) Statistically speaking, it's more dangerous to be around people you know. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. Because you hang out with strangers. Yeah. Strangers don't have any grudges against you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just friends you haven't met yet. Yeah. And and I feel that um, if I if I'm scared, uh, yeah, I can like think of the worst things and then I'm not going to enjoy it. Right. But the moment I think like I I. But this point, I feel that it's completely normal to hitchhike. Like that's how I get around. Right. So you know, if, when you get on a bus, you don't think, "Oh, but what's going to happen? Like, is the driver going to kill me or something?" <laughs> so, so for me, it's the same. Like, yeah. I, I don't assume anything bad is going to happen. Oh yeah. I, and then I think it also helps me actually attract the better experience. Like. Uh, kind of manifest the good things. Sure. Like, that's what I believe is going to happen. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when once you get to a new place, then you're well. You've a lot of the, your plans are to have a place to stay before you get there, right? And that's like either a couch surfing or camping site, or maybe you're you're gonna host 
or something? Um, yeah, so I mostly find hosts. So I, one of my, um, like the things I've learned to do is just usually not to pay with money for places to stay. So I've done oh, that. Like, maybe, yeah, so, so I've paid, I've just calculated, like during this whole year, I've paid about 100, no, like $200 maybe in total for accommodation for the wow. whole year. Wow. Um, yeah, and that was just like a few hostels on Cape Side. So mostly, yeah. yeah, I find either a place where I can volunteer um, through a website called Workaway. So I can find like a family or, or like a hostel where I can help and live there while so I work there. So what was that website called? Workaway? Or? Uh, Workaway, yeah. Workaway, um, okay. There, there are a couple of them. There are also World Packers and HelpX, but I've been only using Workaway. It's quite a nice one and it's been around for a while, so it has a lot of options. Okay. Um, and then, so there's that. Um, yeah, another option is couch surfing. Like if I just want to visit a city or a town for like a couple of days or for one day, so I'll just find someone local who can host me. So that's like a, uh, a, at couchsurfing.com? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. So I have a profile and and then I just write to people like, hey, I'm coming. Like maybe I write a couple of days in advance usually. Uh-huh. I'm coming. I want to come to this town. Like let's hang out. And, uh, can I stay with you? Whatever. Um, and what else? Sometimes I also do house sitting. So that's also usually through this website called uh, Trusted House Sitters. Oh, neat. Um, yeah. So that, so that way also- you even get paid. Um, right? I don't get paid. Oh, I don't okay. get paid. Um, but you I, get free I get accommodation. The apartment from the house. Right. Yeah. Um, well, that's some, nice. Like, officially, it only includes accommodation. Yeah, but and then I get. I really love animals, so I get the pets like just for me for these few days or weeks or whatever, which is fun. <laughs> so okay, so house sitting is usually pet sitting. Is that is that the idea? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could be just an empty house, but I think for me that would be boring. Probably. Ah. So you're looking to yeah. make make some animal friends. Yeah, exactly. Um, human friends, animal friends, like whatever. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Um, yeah, so I just like stay in the. So that's usually arranged like at least a few weeks uh, in advance because these people are going away. So they, they have a scheduled know. trip, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm actually going to do like most of the ones I've done were through this website, but there are also some Facebook groups. So soon I'm going to do one that I've just like found through a Facebook group in Israel. Um, uh, so yeah, so sometimes I have that. Um, but if I have none of these, then I just like find a place where I can pitch my tent or like if it's warm, maybe even sleep, like camp in my sleeping bag on the beach or something like that. Right. And just sleep wherever, (laughs) wherever I can. Yeah. Yeah. So have you ever, have you ever been kicked out of a place? Um, I haven't been really kicked out um, so you, because you, I kind of find yeah. I find places where I'm well hidden and I camp late and leave early. So ah, then, ah, yeah. Okay. Um, actually, a few like last week I was in Greece just before I came to Israel. I was in Greece and I went to this little town um, called Nafplio, something like that, and I wanted to camp on the beach, but it's like a really small beach, and they have this restaurant that's closed in the winter but they still have this night guard um so i was trying to like sleep in one place and then he came and said like don't sleep here and then i didn't <laughs> really want to do it. okay and he actually told me he didn't want like he 
didn't want me to say the bad spot because there was a camera, but he showed me another spot that was like hidden behind this bar right. where I could sleep in peace. And then I went there, just slept there. <laughs> that was nice. So, so it, yeah. he helped you find a place to sleep. Yeah. So he like, I think, yeah, he <laughs> like kicked me out. He just moved me to another spot. Well, that um, was nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People are really, really helpful. Usually. <laughs> you can't sleep here, but here, come with me. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So um, I think he, he he just also like saw that I'm not going. Like, I can't really go anywhere else. So <laughs> that was just the right. best option. Right, right. So I I had I, I saw one of your comics where you were trying to hitchhike in Italy, right? Yeah, and, over the police. Yeah. yeah, and the police told you you couldn't hit you couldn't hitchhike. <laughs> so yeah. did that really happen? Kind of like what happened in the comic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very accurate. Actually, it did happen. Um, okay. In Italy, I mean, mostly in Europe and I guess in the world, but, but in Europe, if you can't hitchhike on a highway, right? Which makes sense. You're not supposed to walk there, so you're not supposed to hitchhike okay. there right. either. Right. Um, but in Italy, they really, really uh, enforce it. Like, they're really policemen everywhere. And I don't know they, why they don't have anything better to do but <laughs> right but they just like tell you okay you can't be here um but in my case i wasn't even on the highway i was crossing the border from switzerland to italy and i was on it already hitchhiking on a truck uh -huh. but then i got off the truck because the driver was like trying to help me find another ride and okay. i forgot that i actually shouldn't i shouldn't have told the italian police that i'm hitchhiking like that's not a smart thing to do right <laughs> i completely Oops. forgot it my like second time in Italy, um, yeah. Um, but yeah, then they said like, "Hey, you can't hitchhike, but we'll take you to the bus stop." So I hitchhiked with the police, you can say. <laughs> 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 um, and then he gave you yeah. twenty euros to, yeah, to take the bus. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, the bus cost like two and a half euros, but he just gave me this like out of his wallet, and I told him like it's okay. I mean, I don't need it. I don't need. And he's like, no, no, just take it. So I mean, I took it. Just wow, to, just to make him feel better. Answer. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so like maybe they they didn't let me hitchhike, but they were still quite helpful in a way. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love yeah. that. Yeah, that yeah. was great. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so you've been all around Europe, but mostly it seems like you're sticking to Eastern Europe, or are you going, like, to France and uh, Germany and all these different places? I was, um, I was sort of all over, um, okay. because I started, I started, I landed uh, in October, I landed in Croatia, right. then I went, like, uh, up to like Bosnia, Serbia, Hungary, Poland, Ukraine, Poland. I, it's all you know because I hitchhike. I never skip a country. So if there's like if I have some countries in between, I'll definitely at least go through. Right. Um, so <laughs> okay. I went sort of like through Germany, but, mm -hmm. like really staying there. Um, then to like, Spain, Switzerland, Italy, um, the Netherlands, Belgium. Then I was actually in the UK for five months, mostly Scotland and Wales. Okay. Um, and then I went back to the Netherlands, and then I hitchhiked like all the way to Albania. And then in the last couple of months, I was like in Albania, Kosovo, Estonia, and Greece. Wow, you've been <laughs> yeah. around. 
Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's not even like half of the countries in Europe, actually, but yeah, right. I've seen quite a lot. And all these border crossings are pretty easy, right? Because you're an EU citizen. So it's basically you're in one place. Um, no, I'm not I'm not an EU citizen. Oh, you're actually, not. Because, okay. No, I'm not. Because, well, Ukraine, I have a Ukrainian passport, but Ukraine is not in the EU. Oh, so, gotcha. Uh, but I use my Israeli passport. I mean, it's a strong passport. It is quite easy, but I'm not allowed, for example, in the Schengen zone, I'm not allowed to stay over three, like if I'm inside for three months, I have to get out for three months. So then it, that's why I got out to the Balkans. For a while. Oh, gotcha. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's quite easy. Like no one, nearly no one asks me questions. They just like stab me in. <laughs> okay, but you do have to actually stop at the border and, and do the, the passport control thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I have to do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, not not between Schengen countries. Like, if I if I go from I don't know Germany to the Netherlands, there's no border basically, so okay. no one gets checked. But right. Uh, but if there's a border, then yeah, I have to. I have sure. to go through. Wow. Well, then, yeah. I mean, obviously, if there's a border control, then you're going to have to go through it. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I forgot. Like the. the uh, Israel and Ukraine not in EU, right? So you yeah, have you yeah. have two passports? Is that how that worked um, out? I have two passports. Like I actually don't really citizen? use the Ukrainian one. Oh, yeah, okay. because I got it a few years ago because there was some technical issue with going to Ukraine with the Israeli passport, so we had to use the Ukrainian one. But now Israel and Ukraine have this agreement, so I actually don't need the Ukrainian passport to go there. So gotcha. I just—I mean, I, I I carry the other one, but I don't really use it. You don't really use it, yeah. Well, good for you. I mean, hey, it's always handy to have two just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at some point. <laughs> So okay, so what what I, you can't pick a favorite, but let's. I I lived in England, so what did you uh, did you enjoy your time in England, and um, or Scotland in, or Wales? <laughs> um, well, in England, I was actually my brother lives in London, so when uh, I was in England, it was mostly London. So I mean, I liked it, but I don't think it it's um, I don't think it represents all of England. You know, it's just like one place and the biggest city. Sure. <laughs> um, and it's but, crazy city too. Yeah, yeah, it's really crazy. I mean, I like I did like it, but I really, really like Scotland and Wales because yeah, there was really like going to small towns yeah. and yeah, 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 and it's beautiful. Really yeah, and it was really, really beautiful. And I Welsh think, like, is crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I learned like a few words. <laughs> Just reading the signs, it's like wow, that's way too many letters. <laughs> yeah, like six months. Yeah, <laughs> right exactly it's like my goodness how can you say that <laughs> yeah. yeah anyway but yeah it, i i went to uh i was in where was i uh raf lakenheath which is kind of it's about it's a long way from london the closest big city is cambridge so okay that way like right it's is that like north northwest of London? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Right. Okay. So we could uh, when we would drive, you could actually drive. I think about two hours or so on the on the motorway, and then park at like the sort of like outer loop of the of the um, underground. Well, the trains. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then and then ride the trains into the the London proper. That's what we would do when we wanted to go to London. Or they had a bus, 
but the bus was really boring. So it was more, <laughs> it was more fun to drive and park. Yeah. 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 Good times. The, my favorite thing <laughs> about uh, England was uh, uh, bacon and cheese baguettes in a, in a pub. <laughs> <laughs> well, I missed that as a vegan. Yeah, yes. I guess I don't have an opinion on that, but, but actually I really like the food, you know, because people somehow, a lot of people say that the UK and like particularly England doesn't have good food, but I you really have to find it. You have to find it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, and they always have baked beans for breakfast. Yeah, that's also a thing. <laughs> that was a thing, and I was like, yeah. baked beans are like a big thing where I grew up in Michigan. So I mean, everybody had their favorite recipe of baked beans. Oh. So when I got there, so and I was like, like baked beans for breakfast, yay! <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, and uh, did you get to go to uh, Inverness? Oh yeah, actually, yeah. I um, I house set like back set very close to Inverness, like right by Kulanda. Okay. And and then from Inverness, like from that area, I started my journey like all around the Highlands for two weeks, just it like is so which, gorgeous. you know the yeah. the north the the road like the, what the, is called now the NC five hundred. Like a lot of people do it like driving or motorcycling or walking or whatever. Right. Oh, <laughs> that whole area through the Highlands and then up into yeah. Inverness. We took the back. Yeah. We took the back roads with my in-laws, um, because yeah. if you just take the, the the there's a motorway, but it's thoroughly dull. I mean, you, you occasionally yeah. see some sheep, but you don't get to see <laughs> yeah you don't get to see any of the locks. So yeah. on the way down, on the way south, we we took all the back roads, and it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's beautiful. Like Scotland is really, really, really amazing. <laughs> yeah, and Edinburgh is like one of my favorite cities. Did you did you visit um, Edinburgh? Um, yeah, I I was there for a few days. I couchsurfed. Well, I was actually there twice. Um, the first time I just came for a few days to like see the place and couchsurf. Um, and I mean, it was nice. Like I think it's really beautiful. You don't like cities, but. I don't like cities that much. It's very so, like, historic, though. So yeah, but and it's but, like, got a I'm castle just, like, in the middle of it, right? So yeah, very yeah, Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I like. It's hard for me to not like something in Scotland, even if it's a city. Right. So, uh, <laughs> yes. Um, but then I went there again because actually, like, the reason I went to Scotland is because I read this book series, um, Outlander. There's also oh, a TV yeah, show. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I actually like, listened to one of the audiobooks. The first one was amazing. Oh, okay, yeah, they're they're really good. They're like eight of them now. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, oh, there's eight books um, now. Wow. There's Holy like cow. eight main books and also like kind of side stories, like stuff she writes when she's not writing the main one, yeah. which are also huge, like 500 pages each. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's what inspired me to go. And then when I was already in Scotland, um, so writer, you're a time traveler too. Then okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to the Standing Stones actually. Yeah, um, and the writer uh, Diana Gabaldon. So she came to Scotland for a few weeks, and she had this. There was like this event where she was speaking, answering questions in Edinburgh. And I was not in Edinburgh anymore, but I just decided that I'm going to go just just, just to see her yeah yeah i just like to see her for a couple of hours and then because the same day i had to go up to inverness so like then i actually took the train the only time i took the train because i knew i had to get to inverness in time for the pet sit but it was worth it yeah yeah i love those books i have to get back into them and then the show was pretty crazy too 
Yeah, I actually haven't watched all of it yet. I no. just like watched half of the first season. I'm better with books than with TV shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I, I think I liked the book better. I don't yeah, know. well, that's always. I think usually, like, no, no TV show can be as good as the book it's based on. Right. I think. I think. I don't know. Game of Thrones is pretty good. Th- have that- you read the books? I have not. I I have the books on my Kindle, but the thing mm. is, is I when I start reading them, it's all like, it's all the first season, <laughs> right? Yeah. So and I was you like, can listen to them. You can listen yeah. to them. Like, I'll, I'll probably <laughs> end up reading them at some point, but after the show's over, I yeah. think. Well, um, I, yeah. <laughs> you Did know, you read I'm, the books I'm one first? Of the, like crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm sort of like. I think the show starts uh, pretty well, but I'm one of the crazy book geeks were like yeah the show is not doing it right because the books are better (laughs) yeah i get it yeah i get it It, that's kind of like the the trajectory if you read the books first then the tv show can't even come close or the movie can't even come close because you've already created the world in your mind (laughs) exactly so that's why it's often actually better to start with a show and then go on to the books probably yeah probably yeah Yeah. Uh, then you're not you're you're not you're gonna ruin the thing that's already not as good exactly (laughs) (laughs) all right hey this has been a blast I'm going to let you yes. go, but um, let's let's talk a little bit about um, your website again, roamingpencil.com. Yeah, yeah sure. go ahead and talk yeah. about it. Um, yeah, so so well, it started off with, with comic strips, basically, right. because I thought that would be a nice way to like tell the stories in a short way. I like writing as well, but that's like a way to just tell something really short in a funny way. Right. Um, and to practice my art skills while traveling. Um, and then eventually I also started like occasionally writing um, blog posts about things I wanted to tell uh, with like more detail, like when I hitchhiked to a wedding, which is what you saw in the picture. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So Not I my own. Like I to, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and then um, recently, um, I've all started to make videos. Um, so I made like one about not living anywhere, just like not having a um, permanent home, and another one about hitchhiking, like why hitchhike, and also showing some footage of places I've hitchhiked through. Um, yeah. And yeah, now I'm also, I decided to make a page, now it's only a Facebook page, to make a page, create a page in Hebrew as well. For oh, wow. For Israeli readers. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm going to, because like Israelis usually know English, but often they still prefer to read in Hebrew if they can. Right, right. Um, so, so I created a page for that and I'm going to translate my stuff into Hebrew. Uh, it's going to take a while. Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and yeah, and I'm also writing a book which is currently in Hebrew um, about what I'm doing, about like alternative travel and the stuff I've done, like help people do the same if they want to. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm basically working on now just like um, growing this thing and seeing how I can make this from a hobby to actually sort of a job or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think that first thing you got to do is put a donate now on my, on your website, right? Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. What do you know? Uh, uh, Maria, Maria Popova. Have you ever heard of her? Um, she's got a, she a, a website familiar, yeah, called Brain Pickings. 
I okay. think I'll she's from uh, I can't remember Bulgaria, but hmm. she basically just is doing this labor of love kind of th- that website, and uh, and she's all donation, you know. So that's yeah. it takes a long time, you know. She said it took like eight yeah. years for her to actually make money from donations, but I was like, that's probably the model that would work best for somebody like you because it seems like you know you don't like cities you don't like commercial stuff so much <laughs> yeah i was thinking right. of actually like when i grow grow after i grow my audience a little bit to right. create this uh, patreon uh page um, yeah for sure where, yeah so then people can donate in exchange for like getting something that's not published for everyone like extra comic strips or right. whatever yeah um so yeah that would be a cool also. idea yeah. yeah, yeah, because a lot of artists who just work online do that, and I think it's a nice way to, yeah, uh, like to earn from what you're doing, and yeah. and you know they don't have to pay all your bills. <laughs> no, no, well they don't have that many bills, but yeah, they can just like pay a dollar yeah. a month or right, something. right. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> the subscription model, like it. Yeah, just you know, love me. You know, you can you can afford a dollar a month. That's a, that's like less than a cup of Starbucks, right? Yeah. Well, in some countries, it can buy you uh, buy you a cup of coffee. <laughs> not, not, not in the West of Europe and not in Israel, but like in the Balkans. You can, right. Yeah. <laughs> Dollar goes a long way, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right, Nina, I will let you go. And uh, you have a good day there in... Um, Israel, uh-huh. Tel Aviv, right? Yeah, Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Oh, you're in Jerusalem yeah. right now? Okay. It's not very, yeah, but it's just like an hour from Tel Aviv. It's not a big company. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Well, thank you for, yeah. uh, thank for you. going through all the trouble to get on my show. I appreciate it. Uh, uh, no problem. Thanks for having me. It was really nice, really interesting to <laughs> look uh, at my history again. Right? <laughs> <laughs> just think about all the fun you're having. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it's a good reminder, you know. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's let's talk again soon. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have a good day. Thanks for taking the time to ride along with us on another episode of Vroom Vroom Veer. For podcast info and show notes, be sure to head over to vvveer.com. That's triple V double E-R.com. Man, that's fun to say. And we'll catch up with you next time here on Vroom Vroom Veer. Vroom Vroom Veer.